0: Your watch is Screw It on Supple Wine. I'm your host, Mike Supple. Today is day 15 in my home winemaking experiment. At this point, our wine should have fully finished fermenting, so I'm gonna taste it to make sure it tastes dry, all the sugar has been turned into alcohol. Then I'm gonna rack it. That involves taking it from this container, moving it into a large carboy, big plastic jug, to get it off of the yeast and all the thick sediment that's in there, give it some time to rest, and time to clear up. Can start to smell wine. There's definitely some cab aromas coming out of here as soon as I pull that airlock off. Whoa! Don't inhale too close. Whatever gases are floating on top there are volatile. (coughs) Now that it's open, let's taste a sample of this and see what it's like. It's fairly cloudy. It's not clear like you'd expect a regular glass of wine. But that's to be expected. There's a lot of fine sediment there, a lot of yeast. So it smells pretty fruity. Actually, some bright strawberry in there some dark cherry. Right now it's just really fresh and fruity with a little bit of oak in the top. From those oak chips, you can definitely smell some fresh new oak on the top of that. It's about not overly complex, but that's, you know, smells pretty good. Give it a little taste here. Okay, it's definitely dry. That's what I'm tasting for. I don't know if it's supposed to taste like a full complex wine yet, because it's the first time I've made wine, but it doesn't taste sweet. The sugar has all been turned into alcohol, so from that standpoint, we're good to go. Otherwise, it doesn't taste overly complex, definitely has some fruity characters in there, but it's not too impressive. So I'm hoping over the next month or so as we let it rest and as it all comes together it'll build up and it'll taste a lot more impressive. Because right now, it just tastes kind of like some adequate, not very good, sort of watered-down wine. But we'll see. So the next thing I want to do then is retest the specific gravity. The specific gravity of this should be around 0.995. This is about that second line down, so it looks like it's at about 0.994. So if you remember from last time, the temperature of the liquid is important in the measurements of the specific gravity. So look at the side of the thermometer. The wine is actually about 70 degrees right now. So 70 degrees means we add one number, 0.995. We're right there where we're supposed to be for dry red wine. So what does that actually mean? Well, to figure out the alcohol, you take your original number. Ours was 1.097 minus the final specific gravity, 0.995. Subtract that, and you get 0.102. You multiply that number by 130, which gives you 13.26, and there's our approximate alcohol. So our wine is approximately 13% alcohol, which is right where a good Cabernet should be. Next, we're going to siphon the wine into this clean carboy. That gets the wine off of the thick sediment in the bottom, the yeast, removes it from some of the larger particles, some of the wood chips that are in there, and we can start letting the wine settle and clear up. Pull the plunger up, and get that siphon going. Alright, so done siphoning, here's what we got left. It's a whole bunch of messy oak down there, then some dark, swirly yeast and thick sediment. So my next step is to add sulfur. Sulfur acts as an antioxidant and an antiseptic. Antioxidant means it keeps the oxygen out, keeps it from spoiling the wine. Antiseptic, it cleans any bacteria or anything that might be in there. Make sure we don't have any other spoilage going on with the wine. So, you need to mix about a half teaspoon in with some water and dump it in. Next, I'm going to be adding tannins. Now, tannins naturally occur when you make wine. They come from the grape skins, stems, seeds, and we have some from the oak chips I was using, but because we're using concentrated grape juice, it probably doesn't have as much tannin as it normally would if we were using crushed grapes, so we're adding a little bit more tannin. Tannins help stabilize the wine, and tannic acid helps wine age. Okay, next we add sparkaloid powder. Now, what this does, is it helps take all that fine sediment in there and binds it all together and drops it to the bottom to really clarify the wine. So we can rack it again, take the wine off and leave the sediment in the bottom, right before we bottle it, and get it ready, make it nice and clear, and look like a good wine without stuffing it that we don't want to drink. It's best to have the level close in on that neck so you don't have a lot of oxygen exposure. They recommend using a similar type of wine or water. I'm a little skeptical about using water because I don't want my wine to taste watered down. But I also don't want to be spending more money on this project and then throwing in some other wine and making it taste like that other wine. So, I'm gonna go ahead and just use the distilled water and see, you know, give it a fair test to the kit. If it ends up tasting water down, then obviously that's something to know about going forward. Stick the fermentation lock back inside there, and we're gonna let that wine sit for about 21 days, let it clarify, let that sparkler powder do its thing, get all that sediment down to the bottom, and then we'll rack this and do this process again.